Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, November 21st, we're back. It's it's the original O-line combination is back, as Adam would like to say. It's yeah. National Red Mitten Day, which anytime I think of the Red Mittens... 2010. 2010 yeah. Vancouver yeah. Olympic Canada Mittens comes to mind. So I, oh. that, that's kind of the only right. thing I think of. But Mittens in general, I'm more of a gloves guy if I had to pick. Me too. Me too. But you were really a rock star like in 2010 if you were pulling up with the red <laughs> oh. mitts because it was like, how'd you get your hands on those? Yeah. Like, I've been looking. I can't find them. Like They were hot some? in the streets. They were hot in the street. They were selling out like big time. So, But I agree with you. I'm more of a, more of a glove guy. Just with like the fingers and stuff. Yeah. Like, nah. um, no, you're a mitten guy. I'm a mitts guy for sure. When I go uh, skiing, I like to wear the mitts because I think it looks like a little swaggier to like okay. have a okay. big black mitt, like a penguin. Yeah. yeah, I think it looks sick, and uh, like your grabs look sicker with mitts. It's way better. And my girlfriend wears driving red driving mitts. Go so raw. Yeah, raw. Good, good to know. Team mitts. <laughs> T- team mitts. Team red mitts. This is a big day for you then. Yeah. Owen, you more of a glove guy, mitts guy. It's a big vote. I'm more of a, like I don't really wear either, unless it's unless I'm gonna be doing something outside. Yeah. Uh, and when I do, I'm it's always like, like gloves. Mm. I'm not a big mitts guy. Owen's like I don't wear unless frostbite is into consideration. Yeah. In which case. Yeah, I'm more of a pockets up. guy. Man. Yeah. Normally. Uh, yeah. uh. <laughs> see i've always I, like I, gloves are one of the things that i like even it's like if part it's, like, of, it's not an accessory for phil it's like part of the outfit yeah yeah but, even if it gets like minus five it's like yeah, all right yeah, yeah, yeah. like just glove it up like yeah. just just don't be a hero <laughs> just make the play glove it up stay warm yeah. pockets you still get your wrists exposed that's what i find no no, no. you gotta yeah. like tuck over and get it in there like this you know oh, what i mean i'm not doing that oh, i don't, I'm I don't doing have that. the time for that were you ever holding something but you don't have gloves so you put the one hand in the pocket and you wait for it to warm up and then you switch them out and you just keep switching them out Mm -hmm. i was doing that the other day yeah yeah that's a good rotation especially if it's a warm drink oh yeah in which case you got double time exactly all right which one's doing more work like we're gonna see who's real and who's fake we're gonna separate elite from frisky It's episode 154. We're back. We're moving the helmets today, which is exciting because we haven't done it in two weeks. So there's a lot of them that are out of place, and we're going to be doing yep. that. Now, that is kind of the headline thing because it was a rather underwhelming NFL Sunday, if I do say so myself. Very, very sleepy. I like to go to Alex on these because he's usually the loosest watcher. And <laughs> I know if it's getting grim, he might just dip for the whole day. So how'd you do today for attendance? Yeah, so for attendance, I spent about, you know, three three hours driving down the highway okay it was in edmonton whoa um, really? yeah no big deal so was adam was too. were you in edmonton too did yeah. you drive back today yeah bro when'd you come back <laughs> uh like during the cowboys game i was watching it on the drive i came back like two hours ago me too so what the hell then i didn't <laughs> i wow. didn't see adam he, I, i'm waiting one day it'll happen i'll just see the honda civic driving in front of me with the cowboys sticker <laughs> that'll be the best well you like to life. keep it a secret when you go up i do i just kind of like, you never like tell me <laughs> like that's just me though right because mm. i like like i flamed <laughs> like i flamed owen for not telling us about mexico and then i did the same thing i let yeah. everybody know like three days before yeah. i left to mexico for two weeks yeah I smell. It's, just, it's a problem i admit it but uh anyways uh yeah what can i say like i've been pretty loose um i'll, I'll hand up 
hand up. Hand but up. Yeah, like, I mean, am I really missing that much? The Raiders game so. was apparently a banger, but I told you guys, I'm kind of out in the Raiders. I come back home, my dad and my brother are like, the Raiders game was sick. I'm like, but I don't care. Because, like, Josh McDaniels, like, I hate that dude so much. Um, and it doesn't matter. We ended up beating the Broncos out of all teams. Still 3-7, and seven, still looking pretty grim. grim. And I don't want to get my hopes up. I just don't want to do it. Well, we can do the Raider game now if you want. Sure. They won 22-16. Yes. to 16. It went to overtime. And Can we ask him about the other Raider game too? Yeah, we can do that in time because it was sort of a story of two. Like you couldn't outwit Jeff Saturday, but you could outwit Nate oh, Hackett, yeah. which is like kind of a tough state to be in. But I did say this too. I think I think it might have been to you that this is the worst thing that could happen to you, that you start like piling these wins up late season and then 100%. they're like, all right, we've still got Carr under contract. Our pick, we can like take an alignment, help Carr out, yes. keep the coach. We've yeah. got momentum. That's <laughs> yeah. the worst thing that could happen exactly so i was hoping for your sake that you would lose today i'm sure you were hoping the same i was i that's what i've been hoping and then like the jeff saturday loss totally cemented <laughs> that for me yeah where i was like that's the lowest that, that's where you go like poverty franchise yeah, like, yeah. not even on serious just poverty and you're like okay let's well, you know see if we can maybe get one of these quarterbacks um that are coming out of college and just try because I, I am getting pretty sick of car and stuff and then I thought his press conference was a little lame. Like the oh, he was acting so like Josh. Josh McDaniels was like Bill Belichick. He's like he's won so damn much. I'm like he's been with Bill Belichick, dude, just like riding his coattails this whole time. Like it's not that crazy, okay? Um, but uh, yeah, like maybe a little change at quarterback would be nice. But like you said, like there's still how many like seven eight weeks. We could pile up oh, another, no. like three, four meaningless wins, and then we're not even in the lottery, and we might not get a chance to draft someone that could be like a difference maker. Yeah, the Raiders are going to be like, well, you know, we finished the last few games two and one, <laughs> last three games two and one, finished hot, and then they're going to draft like Jonathan Abram again. Yeah, it's going to be so. Bad. I think the best scenario would be that kind of happens, and you get like a mid first round pick, and you're like, okay, like we have a mid first round pick, but we can't run it back year ten with Carr. So they draft like a like the third or fourth best quarterback, and then the cycle just restarts. They have another ten years of like Will Levis or something like that, and he just I sucks. Hate I hate Owen. I hate Owen. Here's my idea, dude. Because if we're moving on from Carr, what if we're like, okay, we want to like help the next quarterback. Let's get draft some O line, help fifteenth. Yeah. But then like we'll flip Carr onto like the team that's like desperate yeah. enough to think he's an upgrade. You guys take him. We'll take Jordan Love. We'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> that's my deep down hope for the Raiders. Let's go. Reclamation project. They just go Colts for a couple years. Yeah, like, exactly. Let's rotate. Let's rotate. Well, I, I like the Steelers. We're in a much better situation than well, Derek Carr could grant us. But the Colts, this is that's the one. That's the one where they're well, like, yup, this is a winner. This is a winner. Yeah. Ra- Raiders would be like, what's Mariota saying? Like, yeah, bring him back. We, like, up, like, week one of six was unbelievable. How can we get that back? Like, how can we recreate that again? We don't care what's happened after that. But yeah. we want him from one, weeks one to six. So mm-hmm. that's something they would do. Recreate the magic. Yes. The, now, that's an ugly state for you, but the Broncos. I like how we're leading with the Raiders Broncos game. It lets Hot you game. show. It lets you show how bad today was. Which we could just lead with the poop pack, to be honest, because there was not much going <laughs> on. Giant poop pack. Yeah, huge. Well, all the games could have cracked it, to be honest. The Broncos. This is about as bad as it gets. And these two teams are both in the poverty zone. I see no reason to move either one. I think they're both nailed in there. But the Broncos, <laughs> I think the Russell Wilson trade might be the worst trade, not only in like football in my lifetime. Maybe in sports in my lifetime. That's how bad that has turned out. I think Nate Hackett, 
I've said this after every week that I think that was the death blow. Like, what more do you need mm. to see? Like, he can get be fired now? Yeah. But I don't know what more they could yeah. actually want to I, see at this point. Well, um, they saw that the Raiders didn't fire Josh McDaniels after losing to Jeff Saturday. They are like, we're actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, we'll yeah. keep him around. I mean, not to hate on the, like, game management coach that they hired in, like, week three. Oh, geez, Adam's got <laughs> right, We wouldn't really do that. But there was, that. there was a play near the end where the Raiders were, like, running up the field and, like, you could, they're like, spike, 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 and they're about to spike the ball. And, you know, like, you want the other team to spike the ball because the clock's going to stop anyway. They're going to be on second down instead of first down. Like you get, you get an extra play, you know. Especially because it's like fourth and fourth down territory. To yeah, beat. like it's the last twenty seconds of the game. Like you want them to, and they're going spike, 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 spike. And Nate Hacker runs down. Timeout! 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 <laughs> like what? He just saved them. Like he saved them a down. He's like, oh, you guys, you guys need the four downs. Like enjoy. <laughs> There, so, was, there was countless and they used all four downs so they kicked on fourth down so i mean if he didn't do that who knows what would have happened <laughs> there was tons of broncos mistakes their win percentage i love the win percentage graph that they do oh. win percentage was up to 87 percent after the first down with two minutes to go russell wilson throwing the ball away instead of just falling down and stopping the clock on their last possession was brain dead i don't know yeah. what he was thinking well he's like i'd rather have an incompletion than a sack and then that's, that's, that's the extent of his brain. And that's not like coaching or anything. That's just Russell Wilson making a mistake. It's Russ cooking. It is Russ cooking. And I loved the story last week about when he, he goes to the line and audibles to Seahawks place. And everybody looks at him like, dude, what are you calling? <laughs> I love everything that's happening with the Broncos right now. Because they're just such a hot mess. And it's pretty ugly. These two teams, they're like laughable poverty. That's what you got to give. Them. and i hate to do that to your raiders no but... no no it's like a fun time at this point now it's just fun to make <laughs> yeah. fun of them so and like you said the trade looks so bad now and i know it's kind of unfair to like compare now the picks that they ended up drafting like Tariq woolen and i think charles cross was another yeah. um, tackle and they're looking really good but it's like Both so, of them. Yeah. so un like it just makes the trade look so much worse it does it's so <laughs> much worse like it already looked bad like week two and three now by week 11, it looks even worse, and I love it. And they still have another first-round pick, right? Yeah, and it, they would, if the season ends today, they'd give them the fifth pick in the draft because oh that's where God. Denver's picking. So that's pretty good. You got anything on the Raiders or the Broncos, Owen? No, I think you guys covered it. Uh, it's a terrible, terrible trade. It is. It's an ugly yeah. situation. They also had the dropped interception with, with on the second and goal. There was lots of memorable moments for the Broncos today. But now we can go back to you because we could talk about the Jets jetting. Um, a, a ten to three mm. loss at on the road off a bye, and I mean you chose the Jets, so nobody really can blame you. Like you picked this life full well, knowing it's not like you were born into it, and you did it because of Zach Wilson. I know you've renounced Zach Wilson, but Zach Wilson with probably the worst game I've ever seen a quarterback play. He was shockingly bad. He the, highlighted by the the uh, the throw in the flats to uh, Barrios that just went way over his head on when he was standing wide alone on the wide receiver screen. There, tough look for Zach, and then he goes up after and just no, no, not my fault, <laughs> nobody's fault. I saw a bunch of Jets defensive players were liking tweets about how bad Zach Wilson is. So a little bit of retribution there. I I know you must be down bad, and just walk me through what was happening when the punt was ran back. Um, I mean, I was obviously pretty frustrated watching that and the ending annoyed me. Like, you know, I wasn't 
I was not happy that they ran it back, but I was also at the same time, you know, I thought to myself that they didn't deserve, there's no point in this game where they deserve to win because of the way Zach Wilson played. Like they had, I was looking at some stats, like there was like so many different stats. And one of them was they had seven yards in the second half. They averaged like 2.7 inches per play <laughs> in the second half, which is like that much, um, which is, I, I would assume less than like probably half of football, uh, which is pretty bad. <laughs> Um, and so I was, you know, I came out of that game thinking like, this is a really good team on the defensive side of the ball. Like you can say what you want about the rest of the team, but Robert Sella, like he got the team cooking on defense. Um, and because of that, like we could be a contender, but we're not going to be a contender with Zach Wilson. So I think if they're really serious about making the playoffs and like actually doing something this year, they should, they should start Joe Flacco. I think it's like, honestly, weeks overdue because they don't give Zach Wilson any chance to make mistakes and the limited chance he does have. He's, he's, like I texted Phil, like there was literally, it was like a Kirk Cousins level throw where he just threw it um, 30 yards down. He scrambled, like he always like loves to scramble. And then he, Baker Mayfield's and just can't, he can't throw on the run. And he threw it like 30 yards downfield right into the arms of a DB. Like the DB was like surprised because wow. the ball was just right <laughs> on his numbers. And then he dropped it. Like it could not have been, it was horrible. Um, he is terrible, and uh, I don't want to see him play football anymore. So, and there's nothing oh, worse than it. It really looks like he's lost the locker room too, because we had Elijah Moore yeah. a few weeks back saying like, "I don't know, I don't get the ball." Yeah. And then Garrett Wilson today, they were at, like, I think they had a total of 103 yards or something on offense, and he was kind of alluding to the fact like, "Yeah, we're not getting anything done when the person not to be named is yeah, you know Voldemort. Voldemort is um is is tossing for however many yards he tossed." So. Because they do have a really talented team, but the quarterback is just bringing them back so much. I, I mean, I don't know. Like, can you imagine if they had like Jimmy Garoppolo or something, or just like a decent quarterback? I, I feel like they'd be Facts. much, much Derek better. Carr. Derek Carr, honestly, no. yeah. Derek Carr would lead them. <laughs> Jordan Love. Yes, yeah, Zach Wilson is yeah. pretty bad. I think the only guy on the team that probably likes him is Braxton Berrios. Yeah, Their boys. And even he, yeah. after that screen, was like, "Dude, like, <laughs> like, what are you, like, are you kidding me? Like, we even work out together in the summers, and you're still like airmailing yeah. me. It's not even close." He was. Like, I was looking. Awful. At, I was looking at a stat, and you. I remember. I think the the league leader last year, um, with like QBR out of the pocket, like the the bottom of the league was Baker Mayfield, and I think this year it's Zach Wilson by like a mile. Like yeah. he's so bad, and especially. I've said this before, but that's like that was like his selling point. His calling card was he's really good outside the pocket and he's accurate on the move. And he's like literally not. He's blind once he gets out of the pocket. He can't look downfield. Um, he misses receivers. And then when he does throw, like he just he'll airmail it. It's but the pro day throw was sick bad. once again. <laughs> yeah. I'm once yeah, again saying the pro day true. throw was worth it. That was, I think it was worth the pick. I think on that, alone, on, on that alone. Yeah, send that one out somewhere. Yeah, let's see, just keep seeing the video. He was he had nine completions and the team had ten punts, which was tough. And then we had Robert Sala come up and just reprimand the entire offense, which I do think they will turn it over to Joe Flacco or Mike White or whoever it is. It can't get much worse than this. Or it could get much worse because the Patriots have Mac Jones, who was just dueling banjos with him the entire game. It was like, all right, like you, you punted? Watch this. Oh. I'm going to punt faster. That was how bad it got today for the Patriots. And, I, I mean, both of these teams, I think they both are f- firmly in the frisk yes. zone. And I like the Jets, and I do like the Patriots, but their quarterback play is so bad yep. 
that I think it has to plant them in the frisk. And I'll go as far as to say that Zach Wilson and Mac Jones are two of the like three worst quarterbacks in the conference. I think they're that bad. Yeah. I think it's them and Davis Mills dueling yeah. it out at the bottom of the AFC. The hype was like unbelievable just like a year ago. Like <clears throat> I just thinking back on it, like what people were comparing Mac Jones to, you know, game manager, <laughs> knows how to play the game the right way. You know, doesn't take too too many risks, but you know helps the team win. And you're looking at him now, and they're like, "You're too life. Mac, best shape of his life." But I want to say to Patriots fans, what happened? Because yes. I thought we had two Tom Brady's on the team. Yeah, Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. I two Brady's. <laughs> to be fair, not to one, be fair, two Bailey Zappi was probably the best quarterback within fifty yards of that of that stadium today for sure <laughs> yeah for sure yes i love the look on robert Sala's face as the punt was being ran back though that was <laughs> that was a personal highlight it was like ah like we just jetted like that <laughs> like there's nothing i can do it's just the, the color of the jerseys like there's nothing i could do yeah. in that situation which i mean i guess they could have kicked out of bounds but you're playing a 10 like a 3-3 game like you, like punting is the name of the game the guy's already warm he's punted 10 times already just let him go out and bomb it one more time this is a game for adam really with the punts back and forth <laughs> yeah i actually missed i missed it unfortunately but um i think the stat on the punt return was that was First punt return touchdown out of 550 that were punted so far. So that's a <laughs> tough. One tough in 550 chance. So uh, that's tough. Hate to see it. But it's the life you chose. So that's too bad. But we've got two. We got everybody voting for the Frisk Zone. So yeah. Frisk. All right. Good. So that's a demotion for the Jets and a remainder for the Patriots. We could sort of shift back to some of the more irrelevant games now out of the poop pack, which saw the Dallas Cowboys completely. Oh, this is a poop pack. Oh, no. It's out of the poop pack. Okay, I'm saying we're, we're, we're exited, but we're going to come back in. We're, we're like a sandwich. We're in the meat right now, and the bread ends are the, are the poop pack. Let's go. Dallas though absolutely just clapped around the Vikings for four quarters. That was that was a mercy killing. Yeah. Forty to three, never once close. Kirk Cousins dropped a whopping two fantasy points. Started him in a couple leagues, so that was great. I was really happy to see him produce like that. I thought that it was just like if he was in the night window, it was tough. It turns out anything that isn't the eleven o'clock window, he's just brutal. Just don't even consider trotting him into your lineup, which he is playing on Thursday night next week, so I'll have to take that into account. But you could say the Vikings, I mean, fraud watch is definitely on. I mean, we've been saying it the mm. whole time, but after the Bills win. Or you could say the Cowboys are going to elite zone because I could see arguments for either one. I personally believe it's the Vikings or frauds, but I know Adam will have a different take, and I'm sure he's very excited, so I don't want to step on his toes. Yeah, I mean, this was like a really, really fun game to watch. I enjoyed <laughs> every moment of it. Um, it was nice to see. It was, uh, like I said last week, uh, I saw Mike get fired up for the boys, and you kind of knew this was going to happen, and it did happen, and everyone played well. Pollard looked sick. Zeke still looked uh, like decent serviceable scored two touchdowns that's what it's come to doc was looking great um you know everyone looked good our best player on offense cd lamb didn't even do much today and uh it's just exactly what you want and the defense obviously Adam's beaming right now, if yeah. you couldn't tell. This is as happy as he gets. That was a pretty convincing victory. The defense did look very good. Um, I know Micah Parsons was hurt towards the end of the game. I don't really know why he was in in a 30-point blowout, but, hey, he's fine. And then he came back in to resume playing in the 30-point blowout, which was shrewd <laughs> management by Mike. But, Alex, you're also 
pretty firmly into the Cowboys or good. I, I am liking the Cowboys. I have to be honest. Um, I know some people might point to the Packers loss, but that was an overtime loss at Lambeau. They were still on the road again today in Minnesota and were able to just like not just beat the Vikings, but like Phil said, just smack them and clap them around. Maybe a bit of quarters. a look ahead. Maybe against Green Bay. No, well, like yeah, they were looking. They ahead were looking ahead the in the Green game. Bay game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. which I, it's okay. I can't fault them. Um, that was an emotional game for Mike. So <laughs> pulled up in the Lombardi. <laughs> yeah, coach. exactly, exactly. So, and then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the Vikings can do this. Like just coming off a big emotional win against the Bills. I don't know if they just like weren't just didn't prepare properly or what happened here. But I heard like, they missed the practice because they were so tired from the overtime game. Huh. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, that was a kind of a grueling game, but still, like the to, this wasn't even close, right? The game yeah. was over in what, like the second quarter? Yeah, yeah. it was Maybe horrible. First. So instead of moving the Vikings down, I think I just, I, just, I think I just moved the Cowboys up because at this point, I mean, you could make a million tiers. I still think the Bills and the Chiefs are kind of like up there, but I'm not really seeing that much of a difference between the Eagles and the Cowboys, if I'm being honest. Owen, how do you feel? I, I agree. I think they should be an elite. But I also think that, I mean, I've never been a believer in the Vikings. I've always thought there was something that they lack, like a like a killer instinct, kind of, meaning they have Kirk Cousins. Um, so I guess both things are true. But, yeah, I would move the Cowboys up, and I would leave the, uh, I would leave the Vikings in good, probably. Yeah. I Okay, I can get down with that. I do think that there's not much of a separating factor between the Eagles and the Cowboys at this point. Yeah. So I think that if we're doing that, like you said, there could be a million different tiers. To me, I think the Chiefs are pretty clearly the best one. Yeah. But then it's, you know, then you're just splitting them all into too many. If we're sticking with five, okay, we can move the Cowboys yeah. into the elite zone, which is what Adam wants. And, you Let's know, go. I, I'll give it to you. But I then even, it, we are putting Mike McCarthy and Dak in elite. I just want that to be reiterated. We are. That but, is um, true. That is true. Yeah, we are doing We're that. We're also putting Micah Parsons in there. In yeah. There. Yeah. And Tony Paul And Jerry Jones. And Brett Maher. Who yeah, might let's be just the name goal. the whole roster. Let's just keep <laughs> Brett Maher going. might be the best kicker <laughs> in the league Jones. this year, which is uh, I'd like to apologize for what I said to you in on the show in August. I'd like to take it back. Let's go. Yeah. Kicker corner. Because everybody remembers what Adam's Brett Maher take was in August. So let's just make sure we make it. <laughs> that was a defining take. It was. It really yeah. was. It's in the show highlight reel. Steelers lost to the Bengals. I don't know why I have this listed up so high, but I was pretty, I was happy with the Steelers' performance in the first half. I thought they were looking really good. The offense was looking ripe. George Pickens was making a lot of plays. And then I don't know what happened in the second half. The Bengals really asserted themselves and pulled away. And I think why I like this game so much for Cincinnati is I thought it was actually a really good win. I thought playing on the road against a divisional team, the Steelers don't usually put up that many points. But the Bengals earned that game. They went on a 94-yard uh, uh, drive to win that ball game. So I really was impressed by them. I think Pittsburgh played a pretty good game. But, I mean, that was pretty much Pittsburgh's kitchen sink game, trying to stay alive and fight off the uh, inevitable 3-7. and seven, But here they are. So good win for Cincinnati. I would say that they're stuck in the good zone for mm-hmm. sure, and uh, I'm pretty impressed by them. Yeah, I mean, good win on the road. Divisional win on the road is always good. And I think the Steelers, like... You look at the poverty teams. I think Steelers are up up there, like they're higher <laughs> high than poverty. like high poverty than like some of the low poverty teams, because like the Steelers, I feel like they actually try. Like they don't care who their quarterback is or any of that. Like they have such a talented roster that like when they try, it's 
it's, it can still be hard for teams to beat them. But like when you look at the Raiders and the Broncos, like they try really hard, but it's still like embarrassing. When yeah. they try. It's still coming up way short. It, it, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And with the Steelers, at least it's respectable. Mm-hmm. It's like a respectable try. So not moving them up. I would personally, but but, but that's only because that. they have TJ Watt. I think yeah. he like makes them like you know he he takes them from the 26th best team to the 22nd best team like alone yeah. and he had an interception and a sack how many today. points is he worth on the spread that's the question that we would <laughs> yeah. have to ask adam to get the final answer but <laughs> owen do you okay with to keep these teams where they are do you want to move pittsburgh up mm, yeah i would probably keep them where they are i think the i think the steelers need another statement win or loss to get moved or a statement this to close me, game yeah. yeah this to me is almost a statement close game but not quite not quite there for me cincinnati though they're getting chased back next week probably so that's good for them i saw mixon was hurt but p ryan had three touchdowns i like how the bengals pick a random guy every week to just have four touchdowns yeah. that's just their offensive yeah. game plan one guy over and over again this week it was p ryan so good for him the eagles they edge out the Colts. They've just found a way to scrape by the Matt Ryan, Jeff Saturday wombo combo. And I have uh, Matt Ryan with Jeff Saturday, not as funny as Matt Ryan without Frank Reich. That's kind of how I see yeah. it. Like with Frank Reich there, the incompetence was like radiating, and yes. he was just the benefactor. Like he was, he, he was the guy <laughs> who was getting stuck. But I actually have to say, and I know I haven't, you know, we weren't here talking about this last week, and I missed it on the last show. But as a Jim Irsay guy and a Jim Irsay podcast, I think we have to be Jeff Saturday guys because this is the guy he's like stuck out for. And I actually think he's like, okay. You know, I like seeing him on the sidelines. You said it's crazy to see him over there. You caught it's, a little yeah, bit of it last week. It's, it's still pretty wild. I don't think I was there on the pod when he got hired and you guys talked about it, but I agreed with a lot of your points where like shout out for like Jim Ursay for trying to be different. Like he's <laughs> trying to be unique. He's trying to, you know, pave his own path and just pick a guy with no coaching experience and like the way he like flipped it into like that's an advantage yeah he was right he was right jeff Jeff saturday is one and one and he had a statement close game today so so say what you want about jeff saturday but that's my guy do you are you saying you want to take him out of poverty with jeff saturday damn that's a good question that's a good question can you come back to me on that i need to think on that yeah yeah and by think on that he means i need to look at who they play (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's a resume guy that's who he is owen you got anything on our boy matty ice who you have now received your matt matty ice jersey and i'm getting mine soon i'm very excited to get it and you could also take this to the eagles who i never felt like were on solid ground in this one which was a very concerning for an eight and one team yeah, I'm I'm now the proud owner of a white uh, Matt Ryan jersey. So, um, you know, if you see me around, or if you see a Matt Ryan jersey around, it's a good chance. It's, it, you know, it's probably not a low chance that it's me, because I'm not sure there's a ton of them floating around outside of Indianapolis. But, uh, but yes, no, I uh, I was also skeptical, obviously, of Jeff Saturday, but I thought I think Jim Irsay, like I, I think to him it was like we we got this like really smart guy who is like supposed to be this quarterback whisperer, whatever. Now let's go like the other side. Let's go, let's get a dumb guy. Let's get like a football guy, football yeah. brain. Mm-hmm. And I, like, it's worked out so far to like, this is a statement close game. Like Alex said. Um, and I don't think we can look at this team the same way we we looked at the Frank Wright Colts. So I would be willing to just give them the benefit of the doubt and say, Hey, you're unserious until you're unserious until proven poverty yes Jeff Saturday that's what I would say okay I'm you know, down to do that, that was as like well. a new 
you, it's like a reset. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. a good call. Blank slate, give it to him on the unserious zone. What I will say is Jim Irsay is an overcorrection guy. It's just who he is. He went like, yeah. okay, we had Jacoby Brissett, like too young, not enough experience. We need to go Phillip Rivers. Get a, and then he's, okay, not mobile <laughs> enough, like not enough of an arm. Carson Wentz. Okay, like too risky, too like inexperienced. Matt Ryan. This is not what he's doing with the coaching zone. He's like, okay, Frank Reich, like too brainy. Just get like a center and just plop him in as the coach and let's see what it does. Yeah. I think he's just he an overcorrection guy. Yeah, and it was like we had the worst offensive line two years later, like we go hard, hit the offensive line hard. Now we have the best offensive line in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it is what he does. It is. And is it just me or is like Jeff Saturday, the guy that like least wears the headset and least has the menu card. Yeah. He's just yeah. kind of like raw dogging it yeah. off the sideline. <laughs> I think like half the time they're going to be like, yo, Jeff, like, do you want to put the headset on? Cause yeah. we're kind of relying on you to call the play. Yeah. And he's like, Oh yeah, 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 sure. Let me put it on. Like, I love Jeff. He'll just be like, so into like talking up the O line or something that he's just forgetting to like help out on the defense yeah. side of the ball. Like it's awesome. Yeah, like Jeff, you want to call it play? He's like, ask Madden, ask Madden. <laughs> let, let him do the work, dude. I don't care. Like, I'm just here to watch. Like, yeah, exactly. I, like I'm just surveying, making sure the sidelines are good. Yes, yeah. Like a strength guy. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of in. Adam, you must like what you're seeing from the Eagles, though. A team, a team that's uh, looking a little damp lately. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's not great, but I think this is more of like the Colts uh, kind of looking better. I, think. I hate Colts, Adam. <laughs> yeah. My least favorite, Adam. Yeah, I mean, uh, it is nice seeing the division starting to struggle and showing some weak points. It's still a good division, but um, yeah, the Eagles haven't looked great and the Colts have looked better, so I'm down for a Colts promotion more than anything. Yeah, you can't really this, take the Eagles out. Is the Super Bowl uh, train back on, Adam? Listen, it was always a hot take. Uh, it's still possible. <laughs> That's out. all I'm going to say. It's still possible. Yeah. Take it until they're okay. mathematically dead. Yeah. That's the only thing you can do. So that's a Colts move up. Yeah. You're yeah. good with yeah. that? We'll move them up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Until proven otherwise, I agree with Owens. Yeah. Eagles are on a maybe hot seat, maybe, if they lose to one of these other bad teams in their schedule. Yeah. They've got the Packers next Sunday night, which is a big, Yeah, that's a litmus test for them. <laughs> Let's see. And schedule guy looked at the Colts and they got some heat games coming up. So if we were gonna move them, it was gonna be now. Dude, all we've done all season with the Colts is unserious poverty, unserious poverty. They just go back and forth. So I'm happy to Can keep you the name trend some going. Of these heat games? They got like, like I think they have they like some Chiefs, Chargers. Like, oh. next. like it's it's not good. <laughs> they did already have their date with the Broncos and Raiders, so it does make oh, sorry, sense. Sorry, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers. Like, oh, not for a no, that is a tough go. You hate to see that. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll just put them back in poverty. It's fine. <laughs> just the destiny of the team is just fluctuating back and forth. Big win for the Detroit Football Lions today over the New York Football Giants. Yes. Tony's very excited. He, he, I mean, he was ecstatic, really. He said, wait till you see what we do to the Bills on Thursday on Thanksgiving, which is the Lions <laughs> Super Bowl, which is very exciting. But their first three-game win streak in five years, which is great stuff. And to me the Giants sort of have a game script they got to go by. It's like, get the lead, play some defense, and run and just cook them with Barkley. Just hit them with Barkley until they're dead. (laughs) Barkley couldn't get anything going today because they fell behind, they couldn't run, and then you try to make Danny Dimes make some plays, and all of a sudden he's Danny Dimes again. Two interceptions, he put up the fantasy stats, but not really a good game from him. 
And I think to me, I'm more impressed by the Lions jumping out on these teams and they've put together some decent wins the last couple weeks. They've been getting better defensively. I would like to move them up to unserious is what I'm getting to. Just out of credit for Dan, because I thought he was dead in the water and he's rallied the troops back to get to four and six. I think, I think Dan heard us. Yeah. I think he did. Yeah. I think he heard the doubters and I think he answered the bell. Yeah. I, I think the Giants, I know what the Giants are. Like the, the whole season, everybody knows what they are. You don't want to let them get the lead and you don't want to play close with them. So the, the Lions were going to have to win this by 10. And yeah. that's what they did. Because if Dan Campbell gets in a one score game against Brian Dayball, tough scene. <laughs> But, yeah, you got anything here, Owen? No, I just think Dan Campbell, if he gets into one-score game, he has, like, this tendency to self-destruct where it'll be like, okay, like, let's do something crazy. Like, we need to pull, like, let's reach into the bag of tricks. And he'll, like, might lose his mind a little bit and just break down. So I, I agree. I think that they need the lead a little bit. And I do like Dan Campbell, too, because um, because of how much he loves Jamal Williams. Like, I think Jamal Williams is better than – uh, DeAndre Swift, but you can tell Jamal every like video I've seen of Jamal Williams, he just seems like he's like the biggest Dan Campbell fan. Like he's always leading the huddles, he's always like giving the motivational speeches. He's crying like, half the teammates. time. Like he's like yeah, always in tears. Yeah. Like I just I I, I bet you um, you know Dan Campbell seeing that being like yes, this is like I don't care how fast or how hard you run. Like this is the energy we need. Like let's follow Jamal. And so he he plays him. He gives him like twenty carries a game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I think he's off the off the hot seat, and uh, I'm happy to see the I'm happy to see Lions do well. Yeah, uh, me too. And Jamal Williams does lead the league in touchdowns, but he strikes me as a guy who's gonna like sign one year deals in like May. Be like, I don't know if I'm gonna come back or not. Exactly. And then he'll just come back because he just loves Dan Campbell and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. You got anything here? Um, yeah, I think I'd move the Lions up too. Like they were one and six right at one point, and mm-hmm. then they rattle off these three wins, and I think they're. Yeah, like some some impressive wins over the Bears, over um, Packers, Packers. So yeah, I'm down. I'm down to move them up because because it, it is pretty impressive being one and six. They could have just packed it in, but like they they decided to keep on fighting and uh, muster up some wins here. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, you looking forward to Bills Lions on Thursday? This is probably the best Thanksgiving Lions yeah. game I can remember. <sighs> yep. Uh, I, I, I mean, don't know. it's it's not the Super Bowl, <laughs> but it's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm down to move them up. If they if they win against the Bills, then we could be looking at a two promo in two weeks situation. Yeah, yeah. a very uh, fast ladder. Fast yeah, track to and success. perhaps a Bills like promotion, yeah. but we'll see. We could talk about the Bills who had a tough tough first half and a tough last week. Um, they did win against the Browns. They did not cover the eight and a half, which is tough, but I had the Browns, so I'm not complaining. The Browns are getting Watson back two weekends from today, so they still against have the Texans. Right? Yeah, still with mm-hmm. one more week of Brissett, but I think they're going to lose to Tampa Bay next week. You would think they might win, but they would probably lose three and eight with Watson coming back. They're, they're dead to me, but I thought Buffalo... Like they'll, they still have their moments, but I've, I've, my image of them has forever been tainted by what I've seen the last month. That's my personal opinion of Buffalo. I want to see them actually hang around in these close games and get wins. Um, I know they can blow teams out. Like today, they just kept getting into field goal range. I think the guy had six or seven field goals, but I, I'm, I'm tainted by Buffalo. I still think they're elite, but they're like the low end of elite to me. Like I might even take Dallas against them if they played one v one right now. That would be my opinion of the Bills. But you got anything there, Owen? Uh yeah. I don't know what is wrong with them. I just think, like, especially Josh Allen, throwing more picks than he normally does. He's making worse decisions. And I know people are talking about his elbow, 
And so I would agree. Like, I think they're good where they're at, but there's definitely like some concern. And I would definitely like they're at the Cowboys level at this point. There's like, there's like this narrative that they like to blow teams out, but they've blown out like the Titans in September and the Steelers at the the season as well. Like there's been no blowouts in the past, like month and a half is what I'm trying to say. It's just close, like barely scraping by maybe some losses. Yeah, they're definitely like a tough. They're tough to trust because <clears throat> with the Bills, you don't know what you're gonna get with them any given Sunday. I really don't like. I like. I trust the Chiefs, and at this point, I honestly trust the Cowboys more. With the Bills, it's so random. Like they could possibly blow out a team. Usually, it's a bad team that they're blowing out, or if they're already playing someone that's maybe like a little frisky or a good tier team, like. And then they get into those one-score situations. They start to panic. And, they, and like like Owen said, uh, Allen makes some bad throws, bad decisions. That's that's what Allen is like, though. Like, even before the injury, he would make some poor choices down the stretch. He'll throw his uh, an odd pick, right? Like, that's just how they play the Bills. So I, I do agree, though, that the Chiefs have probably separated themselves from the Packers, the best team in the NFL, and that the, this has been a pretty rough month for the Bills. I don't want to get too, too down on them because I know what they're capable of. There's still a lot of games left to go in the season. Um, but I would like to see some more statement wins here um, down the stretch. I love statement win Alex. He's, he's <laughs> right. my favorite Alex. Yeah. But I will. I agree with you. There is that narrative with Allen that it's like he's a gunslinger. That's kind of what you let him do. Like sort of the same thing they have with Favre all the time. Like you, you, t- you take the mistakes with the way he plays. But you sort of need to take some of that out of your game. I think at this point, like you're, you're getting to that time of year where you want to cut down on your mistakes and it seems like he's ramping them up, which is not exactly a uh, great look. So I, I don't know what to make of them. Cleveland to me, I don't even know. Unserious, I guess. I, yeah, I guess. They're just one of the most blah teams. I think Chubb going. just keeps them from being in poverty, honestly. Well, yeah. And Amari Cooper. And Amari oh, Cooper, yeah. sure. He's so having a good two season. touchdowns and under 20 yards. He is having a good season, as is Donovan Peoples-Jones. It's good for him. Chicago Bears, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons won this game by three. Um, I like these teams because they're not going anywhere, but they'll at least play an exciting game, and they'll at least keep it close. Now, Justin Fields, I think this is the third week in a row now. He's played unbelievable. And the, the game, you know, if you cut his clips onto Instagram, it would be, you know, one of the highest played videos of the week for sure. And he did it again today. But that again, yet again, there they are in that situation where two minutes to go, he's got the ball and he can't get the drive going. I don't take much into it personally. Like, I have I know what he gets around him. I've seen enough from him that it doesn't bother me. But And I also know that he was hurt. I think he left in a uh, in a cart with a shoulder problem. So I don't know if he's going to play next week or what his timetable is. But to me, it doesn't bother me that he doesn't get those drives to win the games. But I was wondering what you guys were thinking yeah, about. Yeah, it doesn't bother me either because like, at this age, in his second year, I think he's doing more than enough to show that he can stick around. And obviously, he can always work on that sort of stuff. I mean, he needs people to surround – like he needs better players around him as well to make that work that – you can't expect a, a second-year guy to just be winning games with nobody. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm fine to keep them um, where they are. Um, and then yeah, I'd probably I'd probably keep the Falcons where they are too. Yeah. So frisky team, like they're they're you know still getting some wins here. But um, yeah, I don't want to get too down on the Bears. Yeah, a frisky and an unserious is where that is. Yeah. I know I'm gonna get hate with this take here, but I think we're a little too nice to the Bears as a team. Like Fields is great. He's been playing great, but the team has not been playing 
well at all, and I think they're a poverty team, not an unserious I team. I couldn't disagree more. They I lost just... to the Falcons. They lost to the Lions. They lost to who else? I don't remember, but they just keep losing and losing and losing, and they're. I mean, they've lost their last. Three. Yeah, the, the the team is bad. Like outside of Justin Fields, the team is pretty bad. Like terrible, like, the, not bad. Like they're not terrible. great, but their their team itself isn't as bad as it would be because of Justin Fields, because of how well he plays and how well they're co- they're coached well, in the sense of like the how same, they use him. It's the same case yeah. we just made with the Browns, where you said Amari Cooper and Chubb is the only thing keeping them from being in poverty, which is I think the exact yeah. same thing with the Bears. Is Justin Fields is literally keeping yeah. them from being? They have the same record. <laughs> well, look at the quarterbacks in poverty, dude. We got Wilson, Trevor Carr, Lawrence. Pickett. Trevor Lawrence is not good. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, hasn't Trevor Lawrence been good is garbage. Ever. Davis Mills, Matty Ice, not anymore. He's actually out of there now. And then Baker Mayfield. Like, Justin Fields doesn't belong in there to me. Like, he alone is enough to drag them out of that zone. That's how I feel. I don't think, I think poverty is also like a state of your franchise type of thing, too, which we've said a couple times. Which, I mean, the Bears, the arrow's up with the Bears, I would say. Yeah. Even though they're not putting good product on the field this year. Owen, I'm sure you're in agreement there with the Fields love. Yeah. This didn't change my opinion of, either team like the the bears are are trying to lose they're in these games in spite of their management in spite of what they their goals were at the start of the season so i don't fault justin fields he's also young um and despite being young he's made progress he's made steps in the right direction whereas you look at other like the other players in his class like mac jones has gotten worse zach wilson's gotten worse uh and even trevor lawrence has gotten worse so i i think he's um I have no concerns with either with the team as a whole right now or with Justin Fields. I think they're great. Yeah. And unserious is nothing to be proud about. I think <laughs> yeah. is what we're getting mixed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's well, not the bottom, but it's some close. teams are are very happy to be there. Oh yeah. The Lions are <laughs> yeah. in particular are delighted <laughs> yeah. to be in the unserious zone. I will say that uh there's Tampa Bay Atlanta week seventeen or week eighteen, last game of the season. Atlanta's five and six, Tampa Bay's five and five. I don't think that game's going to mean anything, but I, was... I think it'll be the Sunday night when you think it is the playoffs. You think they'll keep it up at I'd that pace? That. Yeah, I would like to see it, but I think Tampa Bay's nothing gonna... like. Oh my God! Can you imagine that the Falcons get their revenge on Brady? Yes. Wow. Send him into retirement. Send him into retirement. Wow, that'd actually be sick. What a story, dude. What a story. <laughs> now I actually want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Go Arthur Smith. Yeah, the, bro. The, the problem... Don't come down too early yeah. on the sidelines. No, <laughs> don't celebrate too quick. The problem with that theory is the Falcons quarterback's Mariota, which, yeah. <laughs> which is the problem with the hope that they would get there. But they might turn the keys over to Ritter, yeah. which would be good, I think, for both parties yeah. involved there uh the thursday night game's not in the poop pack because it was pretty good titans pulled it out over the packers i only really want to yeah. say the titans we've had in the frisk zone the whole time i think i know i think they're the king of the bad teams i think they yeah. are good because if you're bad they'll just beat you every time it's like they will win nine times out of ten against a bad or against an unserious or a poverty team absolutely they're not they don't have the high-end talent when they get to the playoffs and play an elite or a good team they'll lose but I think by extension of what they are, I think they're better than Frisky, in my opinion. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think they're like the Vikings. They're like a discount Vikings in that sense where they're not going to blow you away for the most part. Um, and they're like not a high ceiling team, but their floor is really high where they'll beat the majority of teams they're supposed to beat. Um, and so because of that, they're good. But then, yeah, like I'm not... I'm not saying this with the illusion that when they get in the playoffs, they're going to make a deep run because they will lose in the first round if they make it. And I think the Vikings probably will too. 
but I do think they're both good teams. I agree with what you said. Other than they're similar in the Vikings with the like high ce- or high floor, low ceiling, because I think the Vikings are pretty opposite. I think the Vikings have a pretty high ceiling with Jefferson, Cook, like all those players going off, and I don't think the Titans have a high ceiling yeah. at all. No, I don't either. I yeah. get what you're saying, but I yeah, I think that. they're like. I mean, we can have them as the best team or second best team in frisky, depending on what happens. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Or the too. worst team in good. They would like well, they would look out of place in good in my. Opinion. I think so. Maybe you're right. People people want to say discount the the Packers win. This is a new Packers team that we've been talking about. This. <laughs> Juvenated. This is not. This is not beating the Packers in week I, three. This is beating the Packers in can week I'm, ten. Can I make a proposal? Different ball game. We have yes. Titans Bengals next week on Sunday morning. Can this be their prove oh. it? Okay, loser game? leaves town match. Loser leaves. Oh, the you're gonna move match. them up, and <laughs> or then what do you want to do? I'm saying you keep them there, and if they beat the Bengals, then they're obviously good. Uh, I can get behind that. Okay, I right. prefer to put them in good, but I don't hate Adam's idea. We can wait a week. Yeah, like how do the Titans win? Are. Does anyone? Like Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Henry. Like it's just one it's just one guy. Henry and they're cooking on defense. That's what they do. Yeah, they have a decent they, defense. It's yeah. not like the best they defense, but it'll, you know, it's like top half of the league and that's all you need. I will say with the Packers, I think Aaron Rodgers is kind of bad. I don't know what he he made time after time mistake and i know he's not throwing to the greatest receivers, but No interceptions though. Yeah, yeah, that's the key. And he has a terrible <laughs> haircut, but Time after time, the third down mistakes in the fourth quarter, that's what lost him the game. To me, I did not think he looked good at all. And, like, I don't think anybody else is at fault for that. I think it was pretty much just him. They were in that game if he made those throws. I agree. You can say, like, he can say what he wants, but, like, we have eyes. And a lot of those are, a lot of those plays are on him. Just, like, not mating the wide receiver, not placing the ball in the right area, not making the right choice. So, yeah. And I think four and seven for them. That's curtains, dude. Four and yeah. seven, you're pretty much done. I, yeah. I I don't think you can make the playoffs at that number. You're going to need to get to, like, nine wins. That leaves them very little margin for error, and they got the Eagles next week. So yep. I, I think they're dead. Yep. That would be my take. They could beat the Eagles. We'll see. But I, I'm happy with keeping them where they are, yeah. obviously. On serious zone. Definitely not, mm-hmm. definitely not a poverty team. For now. Off-season, they might demote themselves to poverty when the extension kicks in. <laughs> um, we can finish out the poop pack now. Rams, Saints, this game would have been great four years ago. Unfortunately, it's played now, so there's really not much you can do about this one. I think we've had, the, one of the major flaws in our rating system is we had the Saints in Frisk Zone. I think they like border on poverty mode. I think they're terrible, but, but uh, they did get the win today over the Rams, who the Rams, like, they don't have... Uh, Stafford anymore. They don't have anybody. They don't have. They don't have anybody. No Cup. No Stafford. It's like Allen Robinson, McVay. And McVay, and Perkins. That's the team. The Perkins is the quarterback. <laughs> if in case you were wondering, I caught a little bit of him. He looks like a receiver, and then it's the quarterback. So I, I the Rams, they almost border on poverty because they turn over their first round pick this year to the Lions. So I think that's like the sixth or seventh pick in the draft. Thank you for... I mean, they do it again, obviously, to win the Super Bowl, but that's still a big coup for the Lions. So the Rams, I could honestly see them going into the poverty zone with the way they've been playing, and the Saints are definitely unserious to me, definitely out of the frisk zone. But any objections to anything there? I don't want to put the Rams in poverty. I think that's a little extreme. Um, I would put them them into poverty. I don't... I think if you match the... Rams against most teams in the NFL at this point. They're probably worse on paper. Well, how long is Stafford gone? Is he well, gone? 
he has a concussion and it was his second in two weeks but i think that if he's there or not i think they have the worst skill position players in the league i think without cup it's not close like who's making a play for yeah. that team they have acres they have no run henderson they couldn't run the ball in the first place and now they don't have receivers to like take the heat off so i i don't like their team at all and they have no offensive line anyway so I, to me they're poverty but yeah me too i i think they should be in poverty We'll just like in taking into consideration too that they were Super Bowl champions Super and this Bowl happened like yeah this but is that's far what I'm probably. saying that's what we're measuring them up against like this is very poor this is a very poor season so yeah mm-hmm. poverty but again I bet you they do it all again to yeah. go all in oh yeah I'd do it they won yeah. the Super Bowl there's nothing wrong with that I yeah. agree there's yeah. nothing wrong with that and anybody who says they like that that was a bad trade for Stafford or whatever like, no you're proven wrong they won no. the Super Bowl that's what you do yeah. it for so. Yeah. I mean, McVeigh should have just retired last year when he wanted to, but yeah. same with Donald. Yeah. But here they are. It's kind a of a tough situation. Poverty. Yeah. It's okay. they take with it. If they had fans, they would agree with us. Commanders beat the Texans. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, the Durs are now now have a winning record. Yeah, and we've been proven right because we threw them in there when they were like 3-5 and five or and whatever. And we got hate. And everybody said the Durs need to get out of the frisk zone. Who was right? We were we right. Were. And I saw Heineke I mean, got named the starter for the rest of the season. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Look at the wins. Congrats. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. It's um, almost like Carson Wentz is bad. Yeah. Yeah. So NFC East is looking, still looking dangerous. Love to see it. Phil, did you ever, did you ever sell your Carson Wentz stock or are you just holding it to zero? <laughs> I'm just going to take it to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, I'm just <laughs> okay. oh, like, there's no point in trying to sell well, it's it now. at zero now. Yeah. It's oh, worthless it, at yeah. this point. It's scraping the bottom. I think he's like a career <laughs> backup now. I think that, I yes. think this, that was it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like nobody will ever bring him in again. So, unless Heineke like becomes like terrible, but. Heineke has a he pretty consistent by. performance, I yeah. would say. Yeah, yeah he did throw too. for no touchdowns the last two games, but he's still <laughs> scraping in wins, so that's all that really matters. The Texans, I don't know that there's a more like blah team in sports. I think they might be the number one. Like I don't care what happens to the to that team at all. Mm-hmm. So what? Any update from every your Texans fan? Well, I did send you. He made a highlight video because they claimed Eno Benjamin on that. waivers. So he made a highlight tape of Eno Benjamin and Damian Pierce. And, and Damian said, Pierce was electric today. He had 10 carries for 8 yards. He was wow. going oh. more carries than yards. Yes. Damn. He, he was upset, Rookie though. of the year. He, rookie of the year. Yeah. Definitely. I have him in fantasy, so... The guy, Me everything too. Texans is pretty down bad though. He was like, everybody needs to go. Like, we need to clean house. Apparently, oh, I mean, I, I don't watch this last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he said the same thing. <laughs> I don't want to clean the house last. They year. did clean it too. They got a new coach, <laughs> but I don't watch the Texans. But apparently, Davis Mills is bad now. That's what oh, I've been shoot. hearing. Tough, so tough to hear. I mean, I don't really but, want to blame him because like. Apparently everything else is going bad. They yeah. need to clean house, but apparently he's not helping. This is just so Texans. But on the flip side, Tunsil's really good now again. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad so he's trade there was helping. Worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask Bill Corner Ryan. piece. He is cornerstone. <laughs> he is the cornerstone. Maybe he'll get his number in the rafters. Yeah, one day. that's what it's all about. Same with Brandon Cooks. Who cares? Keep him. Yeah, hold yeah. him on. Yeah, you don't need a fourth rounder. Not at all. You have a Brandon Cooks. Yep, that's the way you do it right there. Last one in the poop pack: Ravens over the Panthers. If you watched a minute of this or you went to this, like I don't know, like you time time to reevaluate, dude. Like <laughs> bird versus cat. Yeah, to bird versus cat. So oh, maybe you were into that one. And it was a double lock of the week. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. I was we were right. The, the 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 Ravens just didn't want to score the entire game. Yeah, so Baker Mayfield 
Baker Mayfield did. Exactly. We knew what was going to happen from the Baker perspective. It's just the Ravens didn't hold up their end of the bargain. I know there was crazy wins and stuff, but just a tough scene. And a pretty tough NFL Sunday. Not the best schedule ever. And uh, we had to boot up during Sunday Night Football, which looks like the best game. Apparently, it's a banger. So, oh, well. I mean, it happens. But tough NFL Sunday, which is what it is. But uh, uh, (laughs) are we going to... I vote that we talk about the helmets that we haven't moved because there's sure. been two weeks of games and there's like other teams that I think are and in the, the bye spot. week. Yeah. Teams. So let's just list them out now because if for the if people who don't know, you can go in the in the description of the episode and I list them out down there. Sometimes we put them up on the Instagram story. Is that it? For, that's, we went over everybody. Yeah, I think that we got played today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we have still have the Sunday night teams and, and the, the Monday, Monday teams and yeah. the bye teams. So we can go over this. Let's just list it out as we go. Elite teams, we have Buffalo, Philadelphia, Kansas City, Dallas. Yeah. Perfect. We got a second one in the elite or fourth one in the elite zone. That's pretty big. Good zone. This is going to be hard. We kept the Giants in. We kept the Vikings in. We kept the Ravens in. We kept the Bengals in. Yeah. The Jets are going down mm-hmm. and the Seahawks are on bye. The Seahawks lost to the Bucks, but I, I'm willing to give them the benefit oh, of the mm. doubt and say that was a the Germany game. Germany game, and I trust the Seahawks. Yes, yep. so yeah, they're staying in. Uh, now, out of the Frisk Zone, eligible for promotion. I see three teams here. Let's do them. Dolphins, good seven think, and three. Yeah, I think they're good. Yep. All right. I'm. I think it's a unanimous. Put them in. I wanted to see more because I knew their wins weren't that impressive, but they keep racking the wins, so I can't. I can't yep. keep hating. Yep. Everybody's on Good. board. Yeah. Okay, yes. they're going up. Chargers. <laughs> I think they're. I hate to say it, but I think they're good. No, they're frisky. They're, I think they're fr- frisky. I yeah. think they're frisky too. Like I, I, I just don't want to put Brandon Staley in good. Me, that's yeah, that's so, yeah. really what it comes for down now. to. For and me. they're being the Chiefs, they, but I think the Chiefs are probably going to come back win this game. <laughs> even if they were like six and three, <laughs> yeah. even if they were six and three, they would still be frisky because that's like every game they've won. It seems like they've had to grind for it. Yeah, yeah, that's in my true. Opinion. And they did lose last week, mm-hmm. but they covered. They've had some ugly Thank wins. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. I'm sorry to put them there for Emily's sake, but whatever. 49ers. This is a tough this one. Is this is not a, tough. This, this is so no, no. I I this really think I I really th- and this could be sound terrible tomorrow night if they smack around the Cardinals, but I do not like what I've seen from their quarterback at all this season. So yeah. and and Phil went to, to the game said. live. Yeah, I was uh, there. Had to be I saw Jared G live in the cut, and I think that he belongs <laughs> in the Frisk Zone. I know they have all these weapons and a great defense, but they're five and four, and I really am not like they haven't knocked my socks off. The roster's great. The paper on paper yeah. tremendous, but I just need to see more substance, in my opinion. And they have a good amount of games coming up against good teams. They got the yeah. Dolphins, they got the Commanders coming in, yeah. and they got the Bucks coming in. I think that's their next three after Monday night. So those are all games where they can assert themselves. Those are themselves. all games that they would win, and you guys would be like, I need to see a my right hand to god if they win if they have two and one in those i'll be more impressed i've i if they're two and one in those games automatic promotion ah oh, this is like to me it's such an obvious good but i guess i'm just getting outvoted yeah no they're definitely they're textbook frisky in my opinion <laughs> textbook frisk all right i know they beat the chargers last week but i don't think they're that much better than them. they're favored over any team in frisk sure they're still frisk. Sure. Yeah. That's Textbook the way frisk. I see it. They'd, be, They'd be the Chiefs of Frisky. 
they are the chiefs of frisky they're they're the number yeah. one frisk but i just need more they yes. just leave me yeah. wanting more yeah. that's the only Every thing game. i and i was i was with you at the start of this but i've i've become to see what it is and if our rankings look different than everybody else good i don't want to have the same rankings as everybody else i want to be right i was right about the commanders yeah. i've gotten a taste uh-huh. of success of putting the commanders uh-huh. in frisk I just, zone i just don't think we're right here but that's okay well, it'll change. Somebody's going to be wrong. Frisk zone, we've got the Jets, we've got the Commanders, the Titans, the Niners, the Patriots and the Falcons and the Chargers. It's a pretty it's a pretty loaded zone and I don't see anybody. Well, actually Tampa Bay. No, is Tom Brady serious? I think I put them Is in he frisky. deciding to be a little serious? Is Tom I think they, I think they got a little serious, serious the last few weeks. I think Tom laid down the law a little bit. Yeah. I think he saw Giselle with the judo the instructor. Yeah. And I think he's decided his best revenge would be coming back in blood with the Super Bowl trophy is eighth ring. <laughs> I think at minimum, <laughs> I think at minimum, at minimum, they're as good as the Falcons. They are winning the division, right? Yeah. So but I think we got to put him in the frisk zone because I think they're at least as good as the Falcons. So okay, that's so funny. I just can't. I, I can imagine Tom being like, "Hey, babe, eighth ring." <laughs> yeah, like let's run it back. And she's like, "This is like absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. definitely not." She's like, "Are you gonna retire?" He's like, "I want to get to ten. Yeah. Like, like uh, now that yeah. I'm halfway but I, up, but I want another one though. Yeah, Did, like." One more. Mm-hmm. And I was the yeah. first quarterback to play in like five different countries, not to break. <laughs> yeah. I've won in Germany. Yes. So and Mexico. So. Pretty big deal. Not to break. Oh, I don't know if you played in Mexico. <laughs> well, it sounds great. Dedicates the Super Bowls. Great. He's like, I'm gonna get to ten, then Giselle will want me back. Yes. Like I need to get to yeah. ten so she can I can win her back. Like like she he thinks Giselle's the goat, dude. He's like, I'm chasing yeah. the goat. I'm chasing like, I'm, Giselle. Like, I'm trying to get the career accolades. Yeah. He's like, babe, I might have lost seven hundred million in FTX, but eighth ring. Like, what up? So we can we can advance them up. Unserious zone. I like what we have in unserious right now. Then, because then we'll have the Browns, the Packers, the Bears, the Cardinals, the Colts. I think that's pretty good. And the yep. Saints. Yep. Yeah, I'd keep the Cardinals there. Okay, good. And I think we went over all the buy teams, so that works out really well. There you go. Bang beautiful we didn't talk about the jags but they're staying yeah they suck the jags are terrible all right other things that's going on the world cup's going on there was a qatar ecuador game this morning banger Banger. everybody tuned in mouth-watering fixture (laughs) it really was that's a game you're gonna tell your kids about i love i love fixture alex yeah yeah now are we gonna talk about what happened with the world cup preview pod or like i don't know i'm not sure what happened the roof I'm just kind of fell too. in on that one is yeah. it gonna like oh we're not doing it i thought we like still had time to do it considering like we didn't really miss anything with qatar ecuador but i guess the roof fell in well i mean like we could do it it would just be like a week after the start date yeah yeah, yeah that's pretty that tough. is pretty heat you want to like go through it right now, like our favorites? In no, groups? no, I'd okay. really rather not. I'd, I'd like to focus on other things, but uh, no, I mean we could have. You know, I would like to talk about the World Cup as long as it's on. You know, Yo, maybe yeah, we can yeah, do like, like a, a weekly check-in. We, we can could do every like show. A, I want to check. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think we could get uh, the World Cup guests on for like after the group stage. Like that's a good stage. idea. Sure, sure, sure. 
That's a good idea. I like that idea because we do want to do something. Because we did kind of like up. tease them and let them know that they'd be coming back. Yeah. And now we're going to tease it even harder. Yeah. yeah. It, we are literally <laughs> then, teasing them. And yes. then the it's not roof just might fall tease. in again. Yeah. It's just literally teasing someone. Yeah. That's the way we're doing it. Um, who are you going to think is going to win? Who are you picking to win the whole thing, though? That's what I want to do while we're still, while we still have time. Well, like, I don't know why, I'm, but I love Portugal. For some wow. Portugal. I just love Portugal. I, uh, I love Portugal. <laughs> I will be cheering for, and I love Argentina. Okay. Love. And Benzema got hurt the other day in training. That was really sad for me and for France. France has not getting out of the group written all over it. Yeah, the World Cup, the, the champion curse. Yeah, the champion Every curse. year, the champions don't make it out of the group stage the next year. And really? Looking yeah, it's been going since on since 1998. Like, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. okay. I, I already had them written off. I will be, uh, I have selected Germany as a team that I will oh, be riding with. And that's, a, that's a dark horse pick. Yeah, and it's Good mainly choice. because of Tony. I really Good. want to ride with Tone because I'm not usually a Lions guy. He loves Germany football, for those who don't know. So I've decided to hop on the bandwagon with him. Owen, do you have a team you're picking to go the whole way? I like... I like Canada as a dark horse. Nice, nice, nice. really good nice. pick. I think yeah. uh, I think something we should yeah. te- cheer for as a show. I know Phil picked Germany, but I think seeing an Argentina Portugal final would be like that was my unbelievable. Pick. That was my pick. Unbelievable. That would Argentina, be Argentina Portugal. It yeah. would be amazing. So that's think, what I'll be cheering for. I think Spain's kind of fun too with their uh, like young players. Yeah, I think they're they'll be an interesting team to watch. Yeah, as well. but seeing like a Messi Ronaldo like final game would be sick. That would be. That would be like that's I don't like I don't even know how to describe that. Yeah, that'd be like that'd be euphoric. Kobe and like LeBron meeting in the finals. That'd be like Michael Jordan, LeBron. Literally, yeah. That'd be crazy. So that's something that people can cheer for. I also have an idea. Before when this comes out, you're probably listening to this Monday. Sometime maybe some people get it to to it on Tuesday. I want to make a pick for something that's already happened. So England, Iran. I just want to score. I want I want a final score yeah. prediction so somebody can be right by the time that this is out. And by the time we wake up it. in the morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the game is like six hours away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's just predict right now. Owen, England, Iran, give me a final score. I'm going to go 2-0. Two 2-0. Nil. Two, nil. two yeah. who? Oh, for England. Okay. Who's, who scores? <laughs> that, well, let's not. Um, <laughs> probably uh, Kane and... Um, Kane. Kane and uh, Sterling. Nice. Nice, nice dude. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> nice pick. What do you have, Thank Alex? You. Uh, uh, England 3-2. Wow. High scoring match. Yeah, you might yeah, want to yeah, wake up banger. for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with 1-1 one, one, draw. Draw. Okay, yeah. that's actually, yeah, I could see that too. Yeah. I'm going with 2-2 uh, two, two, draw. Okay. Oh. Nice. Who do you have scoring for Iran? I don't know any number of them. Let's talk about the and number 11. Their number nine is pretty good, I think. Yeah. Their number nine. Mm. Yep. The more you know. Yeah. The number nine. Now, I had written down the Grey Cup on here because it is the Grey Cup, but we're recording during like when it's ending, so I'm just going to pull up the final score. Good. So okay. we'll just get a live update. Owen, can you name what teams are playing in the Grey Cup right now? Trivia for anybody, actually. Wow. Final score. I have it right here. When we started the show, it was 23-14 to 14 for Winnipeg over Toronto. 24-23 final, Toronto over Winnipeg. Wow. So, so Toronto they, beat Winnipeg. Yeah. Winnipeg was like the team. And I, yeah, like I think your dad said underdog. Huge underdog. Right. It was like five and a half or something. Wow. So congratulations to Football Frenzy Marketplace Toronto. 
on nice. getting their Grey Cup win. Congratulations, Jeff, probably. Yes. Probably well, he's team. probably, well, he lives in Calgary, but, you know. He's a he, Maple Leafs fan. So, <laughs> so he's probably like 730? Yeah. yeah. Something. Probably yeah. got some percentage there. That could make sense. I could see that. We could do winners and losers, <laughs> and then we can wrap it up. Oh, and you are the king. You go first. Get in there. Winners, losers, whatever you so choose. Um, I'm going to start with my losers. Do it. Uh, I've got a few losers here. So my first loser is the Knicks. So the Knicks obviously made a few high-profile acquisitions in the offseason and in the offseason prior to this season, so two years ago. Um, And one of those from two years ago was Evan Fournier. We kind of trashed them for for signing Evan Fournier. He he signed to a massive deal, um, what many people thought was an overpay. And you might be asking, like, hey, I don't watch a lot of Knicks. Like, you know, it doesn't really come on the TV a lot. How's that deal kind of panning out? Well, as of right now, Evan Fournier is actually out of the rotation. So he doesn't really, he gets, you know, the odd minute, but uh, definitely not, you know, he's not a key piece of the team. And you might say, well, you know, the team, it's probably like if if Evan Fournier can't play, the guy you paid these tens of millions of dollars to, the team must be really good especially given like all their signings that they've made and everything. Um, and the team is actually, as of right now, I think they're eight and nine. So um, just a really disappointing team. Um, can't say I didn't see it coming, but um, yeah, really disappointing stuff from the Knicks. That's pretty terrible. You know what's bad when uh, Tibbs is throwing in a young guy over you? He's like, all right, like take a seat, dude. Like we got to see what we have in this 24-year-old guy. Yeah, yeah. The good, the bright spot, I think, is Cam Reddish just playing. He's injured now, but he's playing like 30 minutes a game. And I love Cam Reddish. I've been a Cam Reddish guy for years, so I'm kind of happy about that. But, um, but yeah, that was kind of rough. And then the other loser is just is Qatar. Um, you could probably, you know, give a, a full-length speech on, on everything that's gone on, but I just want to touch on some, some key points. So they're the first host country to lose their opening match um, ever, I think, in World Cup history. So that was pretty terrible. Um, they lost to Ecuador today, which we already talked about. Didn't watch the game, hand up. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I just, there's so many videos online of like Ecuador, the the Ecuador fans chirping like these Saudi princes. and, and Yeah, that like was heat. People in the boxes. Yeah, that's heat. He's probably not the guys you want to mess with yeah like but, yeah you know, i think the guy was it the guy with the glasses though who's going like uh-huh. you, you guys like paid this yeah. that and then he had to make like an yeah. apology video yeah. yeah he like went up to the guy and was like oh i'm actually sorry <laughs> hit, hit the like notes you're out. sleeping in a tent i think you should like be careful <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah like that tent could catch tent fire could, <laughs> pretty quick turn into a not a hotel very yeah. quick yeah. and something else so yeah yeah, it's just funny. And then um, there's like the Ecuador fans were chanting, we want beer because they banned alcohol like 24 hours or 48 hours before the World Cup. So it's just nice to see the thing it just kind of like not really pan out the way they want it to pan out because they spent, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars on these new stadiums on probably bribing officials. And there was talk that they even bribed the Ecuadorian players. Like there was reports that were saying they spent $7 million to... <laughs> Uh, you know, these these players for Ecuador so that they would deliberately throw the game by allowing a goal in the second half. And that obviously didn't happen. So um, I love to see I love to see Qatar down bad. Raw. I'm pretty happy to see it. Raw. Anti-Qatar. I think the whole world yeah. is cheering for Ecuador today. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think everybody. And one of my I woke losers, up after the game, but, yeah, you know, happy to see it still. Yeah, exactly. Happy to wake up yeah. to the result. One of my yeah. losers actually correlates with this. I had anybody who was dumb enough to bet on Qatar. 
anybody right. who, who saw what the, the that report that they paid the Ecuador players. Um, <laughs> and so they, they had an edge. Yeah, they were like, "Dude, take <laughs> guitar." I actually had they like saw two the texts. Report and they yeah. were like, "Get it before the line drops." Yeah, like, <laughs> they were like, "Dude, get it now. It's plus one sixty. It's like, no, you're an idiot. Like, if you were dumb enough to put some money on that based oh, off boy. of that, you got some learning to do. Because I don't think even eight mil, like, you'd be a disgrace to your country and never be able to like go and see exactly. your family again. Yeah. I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. And it's a free win in the World Cup. Yeah, so. You might as well just execute and get the dub. That's the way I would see it. So anybody who is dumb enough to do that, that would be probably a loser. And the other loser I have this week is the Jags. Now, they, they didn't play a game, so you're like, how did the Jaguars lose? Well, they did the health and safety inspection at TIAA Field in Jacksonville, Florida. 129 <laughs> violations. 129 health <laughs> violations, including dead rodents behind the concession Damn. stands. Tough scene. And I know they've got the pool, so maybe there was some like chlorine action. Of, like, equal yeah. <laughs> like there was a tough. Probably the pool is not exactly a pool. Probably it's not something you want to put your entire body into. But tough scene for the Jags getting a big home field crackdown on TIA field. <laughs> yeah. 129 violations is a crazy number. Raw number. Um, my my uh, loser of the week is Gianni Infantino. Uh, with hate. probably the worst speech I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> someone get this man World a PR guy. a lot of hate. <laughs> because this, I don't know if you guys saw this speech. It oh, was yeah. so bad. I don't really know what he was like trying to get at. But I know it. I'll kind of like, yeah. exp- it was just worded so bad. Um, so he said, I'll go through the quote. He said, today I feel Qatari, all right. Today I feel Arab. Today I feel African. And then it just keeps getting worse from there. He said, today I feel gay. <laughs> today I feel disabled. Today, I feel a migrant worker. And then, okay, so I, I agree with Adam. I, I get what he's, like, trying to say. Um, but then he compared, like, being a migrant worker and being disabled and being gay to how he was discriminated because he had red hair and freckles at school. Tough scene. He's like, I know how you feel. I'm like, I don't think you do know how a migrant worker felt in Qatar, tr- like, working 23 <laughs> yeah. hours trying to, trying build, to build, stadium. build that stadium. In 50-degree uh, heat. In 50-degree heat with, like, no water and food. Um, or some of the other groups that he mentioned. So we got to workshop that one next time. Yeah. Maybe run it through some people. Like, it's it's okay. Uh-huh. Betting like, session. Yeah, he was just like, he thought he was, like, gonna, like, write fire. Yeah, like, it was yeah. just, like, fire coming off the pen. Maybe, like, bring it to someone else and see what they think. Yeah. Um, And don't just, like, solo it next time, right? Because yeah, you are FIFA's president. And uh, that came off pretty poorly. So, yeah, he's definitely my loser. Tough scene for that guy. Yeah. Big loser. Yeah. I'm happy with that one. What do you have, Owen? Winners. Uh, I got a winner this week. And it I also... Um, actually ties into Qatar in the World Cup. Wow. Um, we love the just World to keep Cup. it going because we're on a bit of a streak. Uh, but my winner this week is illegal streaming. So mm-hmm. I'm actually, full disclosure, I'm a frequent user of, of different streaming sites. I've got a couple that I genuinely want to believe you know, that typically. Out. It's okay <laughs> because they're a winner this week because there's a few that I typically, you know, I'm, I'm loyal to. I've got, you know, some Reddit streams that I like, 720p streams.tv. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out. Um, so there's a few that I like, um, and I usually watch them for, for a lot of different sports, right? Uh, and one thing that people are using them for now is the World Cup. And normally you might say, you know, it's pro- you probably shouldn't like stream out, like, you know, stream sports over on these sites because they take ad revenue and, and, and like uh, TV revenue away from like the people that are broadcasting them. 
But a lot of people are saying because Qatar is hosting the World Cup and they actually stand a lot to gain through these TV deals, and FIFA especially does, which enabled the corruption, like we all talked about. A lot of people are saying it's actually now like the correct moral thing is to use these streaming services. Wrong. So I'm happy to say that I'm actually on the cutting edge of, of morality because I'm using, I will not be watching any World Cup on anything that's not an illegal streaming site. But you also, and I would invite everybody on the show and all listeners to join with me in taking the stand by using these sites to 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 stop the corruption, take but money out of FIFA's pockets. I love probably, let's create change. Owen. You Thank probably you. won't be watching Thank any World Cup Thank regardless. But I will. Does, I will. But, yeah, I will. I maybe might tune in. Maybe if there's, it's tough on an NFL Sunday because it's like the third. It's right. You know. Yeah. It's, there's other stuff I want to watch, but yeah. I might tune in. And this isn't about me. This is about the bigger movement. And yeah. this is about everybody mm-hmm. taking their own personal stand against FIFA and against guitar. So I would encourage everybody, boot up your favorite site, dust it off, and uh, you know, make your voice heard. Yeah, I go. think this mm-hmm. is a great idea. I personally... I'll be watching on TSN, but I respect your stand <laughs> well, against it. Yeah. And and I would do it if I were you too, but above all else, I am a convenience man. And there is nothing yes, quite like there. flicking on the channel and yeah. it's right there. It's not hard. Watching it's easy. It 4K. Yeah. It's good. A little bit better than 720. And 720 will get the job done. I'm not hating on 720p. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. But 1080p sound system. Fair upgrade you know some of us just care more that's okay yeah exactly some of us are better people and you are a better person than me so it's fine my first winner is putting up the christmas lights i love it you know it's one of those things you do once a year it's like taking them down not that fun putting them up getting up on the ladder hooking in the things getting up there doing it usually a group activity lots of fun i love it and i love the festive glow people know that about me i'm a festive scoreboard guy i'm a lights guy people know this this is this been a fact for longtime listeners of this show so that's one winner my second winner going up seeing your team that you bet on go up seven nothing and then thinking you won the bet that's that's a classic like first drive of the game brown's punched in i'm like yep chalk it up plus eight and a half free dub like uh, why are we even playing the rest of the game yeah i already won this thing i think it happened with the falcons as well which i ended up losing but oh well um but yeah anytime a team goes up seven nothing i love that and then my third one playing trivia i'm in i I love playing trivia trivia is one of the great things out there (laughs) now i did i didn't want to really bring this up but i wrote it down and i Owen, go ahead and say what you want to say yeah, so Phil, we, we got into the topic of uh, of, uh, of trivia, and we, you know, Phil mentioned that he was interested in trivia. I'm a big trivia guy too, so we said we decided we would go we go head to head on Trivia Crack, which is a trivia app where you go head to head with your friends. For those who aren't aware, and so Phil and I started a game, um, and I beat him six zero. He failed to put a point up on the board. Um, <laughs> which, you know, pretty poor showing from a trivia guy. I know. Tough. But I do like it. So that's at least what I'm... At like. least he's having fun. At least I'm having Are fun. you having fun, Owen? Yeah, I had a, I'm waiting for... It's been like 18 hours since you've taken... I deleted Adam, that. So. Up. Oh, good. Yeah. So yeah, no, not anymore. Fun's over, I guess. <laughs> All right. I guess it's a loser yeah. now. Oh, well. I guess no fun can be had. What do you have, Alex? Um, I have two winners. Usually I don't really do the double but um <laughs> my first winner of the week is um black panther wakanda forever did you watch it adam i haven't it is a banger i generally really? don't like marvel movies that I much think marvel's but... been on like stock falling emoji yeah but this movie like is getting a lot of love and it's re- it's a really good movie um 
so yeah i just had to shout it I'll out it was, it was it, i actually really liked it a lot um the uh i think it's called the city of talokan um people who watched it know that's like the best scene that in phase four it's like the coolest thing ever um so people are literally calling it like the coolest scene in phase four so i think you're gonna mm. want to watch this movie but yeah right. really good with how they like dealt with chadwick boseman's death and everything i thought they made it really appropriate and uh and was really well done shout out ryan coogler um the director for this movie so really job well done that's my first winner of the week and second winner of the week is um Giannis for just like saying hey i'm actually Giannis. i own the nba and i'm not gonna let a ladder get in my way so whoever didn't see the video i think it was like friday night it oh. came out he had a really bad free throw shooting night against the 76ers and so what any nba player would do but let alone like Giannis, yeah a lot of them do that they just stay after the game get some shots up um before they get on the plane and go back home he was getting some shots up and these philadelphia bozos are like putting the ladder in the way trying to like i don't know what they were trying to do like un unscrew like the the basket and like take it down and everything and i'm sure Giannis wasn't going to stay there for three hours i think he wanted to get like 15 20 minutes of extra work in and they just like wouldn't get the ladder out of the, out of the way so Giannis comes over pushes it the first time he's like get it out of the way goes yeah. back to the free throw search they move it back and in front of the basket he comes back again and he just like takes the ladder, pushes it in as hard as he can, and the ladder like I just watching it like slowly tip over and like make the loudest smacking noise on the hardwood was so funny. Um, if LeBron did that, everyone would have been like, no, no, like it's okay, like just yeah. let LeBron do it. But since it's Giannis, like they're like, oh, what, like he could have hurt someone, this, that. Uh, if the if LeBron did it and the ladder hit somebody, they would have said, why didn't you move? <laughs> but if Giannis would have hurt somebody, they would have got all pissed and stuff. But um, shout out Giannis for being like, no, like, I'm not letting a ladder stop me. And you guys better let me shoot my free throws. So dumb. Let him shoot his free throws. He's Giannis. Like, well, what what I read was even that they, they tried to take the ball. That's so, like, so ridiculous. So they, they just didn't want him to do anything. They, like, tried to take the basketball. So he came back out with two basketballs. And then they started bringing the ladder out. And he was like. Dude, like, go take down the other basket. Like, First, give me my 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I thought, I mean, I don't think he's at fault at all. Plus, yeah. like, I give him the benefit of the doubt. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Well, how long had they been, how long had he been out there? I don't think I long. don't think he could have been long. Because there were still fans in the arena. I don't, like, I don't This wasn't like he came out two hours after. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a limit. Because there have also been guys that have stayed after game for, like, hours. And I get, like, they have a job because they have to, like, take the... I don't know if they're playing a hockey game or something or a concert or had something later, but I get why they have to take the equipment down at a certain time. And it's also not his arena. Like, the one thing is, like, you're staying... Like, everybody has probably seen the video of DeMar DeRozan who stayed after the Bulls Kyle game throws at the United Center. Raptors. But he's, like... But he's, like, in um, Philly doing this. So I don't know. I don't know if I... It was... I think both parties are probably at fault. Well, if it was like Grace and Allen doing it, I'm like, okay, like, yeah. let's go, pack that, it up. Yeah. But it's Giannis, so if Pat Connaughton's like, dude, I want to work on my threes, I'm no, like, not right now. You can do that at home. Dude. Yeah, you can do that in Milwaukee. Yeah, there's a time tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. But it's Giannis. Let Giannis do what he wants. Just my take. Well, I'm giving today a ten. Next show is going to be good because we're doing the Thanksgiving picks, which is like ten games. Yeah. So. Yes. strap in and get ready for a long one because that's going to be a banger but yeah today's a 10 for me i'm giving yeah. 10. 10 10 10 perfect love to go around the circle we'll be back thursday thanksgiving for the americans
working another holiday. What can I say? Not a big deal. We'll be back then. Take care.